So we're learning today the Gemara on the bottom of Daf Nun Amid Beis, the last two lines. This goes back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah was talking about a person that got stuck on the way out of Shabbos and it's becoming dark. The Lashon of the Mishnah was Misha Baba Derech. The Mishnah is on the bottom, uh, in the middle of Memtes Amid Beis, if you want to see. Misha Baba Derech V'chashchalai. He was coming on the way and it's becoming dark. So the Mishnah there says that if he knows a place, then he can establish a place for his tchum further away. Otherwise, he doesn't know where to establish a tchum, so then his shvisa will be right where he is. He establishes his dwelling right where he is, and he has a tchum, 2,000 amas, where he is. And so that's what the Gemara quotes over here. Omar, again, two lines from the bottom of Nunamad Beis. Omar shvisasi ikroi mahalach memokim ragloi va'ad ikroi alpayimama. If he says, I'm establishing my shvisa at the stump of a tree, so then his shvisa will be there. And then, and from that stump, from that tree, to his house, is another 2,000 amma. So from where he is, to the stump of this tree, that he's saying, he's establishing his shvisa, he can walk 2,000 amas. And then from there, he can walk another 2,000 amas to his house. So he'll be able to get home at night for Shabbos. It's probably a hair less than 2,000. Huh? Two thousand and two thousand, huh? It has to be a drop less. I don't know if it has to be less. It has to be two. He can walk two thousand. Then he can walk another two thousand to get to his house. So Rav says, when could you do such a thing? You could have in mind and say that that tree two thousand amas away, I want my dwelling to be there. But he's not there yet. He's not there, Bechlal. So when could a person say such a have in mind such a thing? So Rav says, Vuhu, This is only the chirot leikroi mati. If he would run to that place, to the stump of the tree that he's having a mind to have the shvisa there, he would reach there. Before then it works. Shabbos. Yeah, he would, re- he would reach there before Shabbos. Right. Exactly. Or maybe by Ben He would reach there. Chayda means before Shabbos, yeah. So Abaye asks him the question, but In the Mishnah it says, it became dark. So he says, Rabbi answered him, or Rabbi answered him, it became dark, if he's going to want to run all the way to his house, that's 4,000 amas away, then it's, it's going to be dark when he gets home. But to run to that place where he's having a mind to have his shvisa by the stump of a tree, that's only 2,000 amas away, there he could run and he'll, he'll arrive there on time before it gets dark. Others said what Rav said of here in a little bit of a different version. When it said in the Mishnah that it's dark already and he can't make it there, if he walks one step at a time, lightly, when he walks slowly, but if he's going to run, he will get there before it's dark, and that's good enough. Rabbe and Rav Yosef were both going on the way in Erev Shabbos, and they realized that they're far away from the city or from the Tchum where they wanted to get into. So Amalei Rabbah le Rav Yosef, Rabbah says to Rav Yosef, let's establish our Shvisa to see Dikla under a specific palm tree. And he knew, Rabbah knew of a, a certain palm tree, the Savil Achua, that's there in a certain place and it's giving support, it's lending support to another palm tree that's right near it. Okay, that's the sign he had for that palm tree. Bamrila, others say he gave another sign for this palm tree. To Sidikla, let's uh, establish Hashvisa under a palm tree, the Parik Mare Mikarga, that redeems its owner from taxes. So Rashi says it means that it's, it gives so much fruits 
that the person that owns it makes so much money from the fruits, so therefore it, doesn't, it, it, it covers his taxes. Okay, that's, so he had a specific tree. He gave him a sign of a specific tree he wants to establish his tchum, his shvisa. Amalei, Rav Yosef said to Rabbe, lo I don't know where this is. Amalei, so Rabbe said to him, smoichalai. I know where it is, so you give over to me, I'll establish the shvisa there for you. The Tanya, Rabbi Yaisi, we learned in Abraisa, Rabbi Yaisi said, there were two people that were together on the way. One person knows a specific place where he wants to establish his shvisa. The other one does not know. The one that does not know, he gives over the rights to establish his shvisa to the one that does know. And Zeshamaka Oimer, and then the one that knows says, complaining. He establishes the Shvisa for him and his friend in that particular place. So, so Rabbi quoted him this Braisa, and when Rabbi quoted it, he quoted it in the name of Rabbi Yaisi. So the Gemara says, It's this is the fact that he said it in the name of Rabbi Yaisi is not true. It does, Rabbi Yaisi is not the one that said this. This was a Stam Braisa without a name. We had this quoted before in the Gemara, and there I didn't bring it in the name of Rabbi Yaisi, because it wasn't, uh, Rabbi Yaisi didn't say it. <clears throat> so why did Rabbi quote to Rabbi Yaisif in the name of Rabbi Yaisif? He wanted Rabbi Yaisif to accept this Braisa, the Halacha, that of this Braisa, so he said it in the name of Rabbi Yaisi. Why? Mishum Rabbi Yaisi, Mimukai Imai. Rabbi Yaisi, we always pass him like Rabbi Yaisi, we had this before a few times. Rabbi Yaisi, whenever he said a halacha, he always said it with a proper reasoning to explain what he's saying. So therefore, he said it in the name of Rabbi Yaisi. So you see a very interesting thing, that even though Rabbi Yaisi never said it, but he said it in the name of Rabbi Yaisi. The Magnavron brings this halacha that you are allowed to say something and quote it in the name of a rav or an accepted authority, even though that person never said it. If you know for a fact that this is the halacha and you want people to trust you, you could say it in the name of der or in this case of Yaisi said so. So we see here in the Gemara. Even though, usually when you quote something, you're not allowed to quote something in the name of somebody that didn't say so. The Achreinim here bring actually, there's a Mishnah in the end of Masech Kala that says if you quote something in the name of someone that never said so, then that, uh, I forgot the exact question that it says there, but it says you shouldn't do that. But that's, if, if you're making something up on your own, and then you want to quote it in the name of some great person, that you're not allowed. But over here, he didn't see, this is a b'raise. It's not pshat he made it up. It says it in the b'raise. Elamai, the b'raise was a stam b'raise. It didn't say a name. So therefore, such a thing, which he knew that this is the halacha, he wanted Rabbi Yasef to accept it for him, so he said it in the name of Rabbi Yasef. There's other, pra- other pshatim as well. Huh? Not from an Not from an What do you mean from an achren? Meaning if there's a true of Pesukhnach and you can't say the name of this other Rav said, said this as well. If that's, if that's, if it's the accepted Psak though, maybe, yeah. If, it, if you know for a fact that this is the ungenumen of Psak, maybe you could. So what did it say in the Mishnah? That if you don't know where you, uh, where you can establish a Shvisa anywhere else other than where you are right now, so then you're stuck on a way, on out of Shabbos, your Shvisa becomes where you are presently. And then you have 2,000 Amas from there. So here the Gemara addresses the fundamental point about the whole concept of Tchum, the measurement of 2,000 Amas. Where does this measurement of 2,000 Amas come from? Zog the Gemara. Hani Alpayimama. The 2,000 Amas regarding Tchum Shabbos. Heichen Ksivan. Where does it say this in the Torah? Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. It says in the Torah regarding Shabbos, Shvu Ish Tachtov. That a person should sit in his place. Elu Arba Amos. Tachtov refers in his place 
the space how much a person's body takes up, which is four amas. We learned this, the Gemara already made the cheshben, that a person's body is three amas, and then he extends his hands as another ama, so together it's four amas. Then the B'raisa continues, when the Torah says, Al ish a person should not go out of his place, so it says, what's considered to be mekaymai? Elu al payam ama. Mekaymai is 2,000 amas. How do we know mekaymai is 2,000 amas? Amar Avchista, Avchista says, so the Gemari here is going to say, Shave, that's going to include a lot of different psukim. Lamadnu mokemi mokem. We compare this pasik where it says mimikaymai to another pasik where it says mokem. Where is that other pasik where it says mokem? So Rashi quotes the pasik. Take a look in Rashi. So we have our pasik, al mimkaymai, and we learn out from what it says by the ear miklot, vesamti lucha mokem masher yonus shama. Okay? It's the middle of the Rashi, mokem mokem. So, so there's another pasuk that says makayim. Now, umakayim minisa. Then in that pasuk where it says makayim by the ear miklot, it also uses the term yanos, that he runs there, nisa. Venisa minisa. So now we could make exedeshava, we could extend exedeshava. It's as if in the original pasuk of mimkayim, it also says the word yanos or nisa. And now we learn out from yet another pasuk where it says the term nisa. What's another pasuk where it says the term nisa? So if you look further in that Rashi, where there's a nice vav, Rashi says, Mikvul ir miklotoi asher yonos. So there's another pasuk where it uses the term yonos, but it also says there the word gvul. And now we learn out, Vinisa mikvul. Now that in that pasuk it says nisa, and it also says the word gvul, so we include gvul in this gzedeshava, as if in the first pasuk it says the word gvul. And then now we could learn out gzedeshava to another pasuk where it says gvul. And the gvul migvul. From this pasuk where it says gvul, we can learn out to yet another pasuk where it says gvul. What's that other pasuk where it says gvul? So Rashi brings it afterwards in Oizayin, in the Rashi. At least in this Gemaras, it's printed over here. They give you the Oisias for the uh, psukim in, the, in this Rashi here. It's Rashi brings the pasuk umatza oisay goyal adam michutz legvul. So over here it says in the pasuk the word gvul. And now in that pasuk besides the word gvul, it also says the word chutz. So now we compare the, or we make Exedeshava from the word Chutz that it says in this Pasik to a word Chutz that it says in another Pasik. And what is that? The Chsev by the, by the cities of the Levian. There were the cities that the, the Eivish says you have to give for the Levian. So what does it say? You have to measure outside the city a space of 2,000 amas of empty area outside the city. So from here you see that the area of Mekoimai is 2,000 amas. This is It's not usual for the Gemara to make such a kind of Xerishava. But the Gemara does do this sometimes. You have a similar thing that the Gemara learns out by Bidikis Chametz as well. How do you know that a Bidikis Chametz is Ner? The Gemara there learns out Ner, Mi Ner, and then Chippus, Mi Chippus, and there's a, one more. The Gemara does this also. Once you have one word that's learned out from Xerishava and another Pasik, and that Pasik has an additional word in it, it's as if that additional word is in the, an original Pasik, and we keep on extending the Xerishava until we get. To the right pasuk that we're looking for. This is part of the Allah Lamashim Messina, just like every Xeri Shava is Allah Lamashim Messina, this is part of the Allah Lamashim Messina of the Xeri Shava. According to this, can we do Mikare to Ikare to Nade from yeah? one Elan to another Elan? Zalzain, but. Can uh, you do? Again? What can you do from one Elan? We said from one Elan yeah. to Abais you could do. Can we do from one Elan? Then I have in mind the. Sh- no. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Here we're talking about the space of 2,000 Amas. Yeah. Okay, look, obviously you can't, you can't do this with Kalatayra Kula, start with Bereshus Bara Alakim, and then you find Alakim in another Pasik, and then you make Xerishava from there to any other. I mean, this is all Halakhla Yeah, it's a Kabbalah. 
So the whole concept of Gzeri Shav is a halach that you're comparing these words. But the Gemara asks, <laughs> if there's a Kabbalah, to make this Gzeri Shav, to compare it this way, to the word Chutz, it says over there in that Pasik that outside the city, or write a Pasik afterwards, it says, outside the city was a thousand Amis. So in another Pasuk it says that there was only a thousand Amis outside the city. Okay. Why those two Pesukim and Aristir is a different story. In one Pasuk it says there has to be two thousand Amis outside, and in another Pasuk it says a thousand Amis. The Gemara talks about that in a different place. But the question is, maybe we should say, based on this Gzeri Shavah, that Tchum Shabbos is a thousand Amis. says the Gemara, Donin Chutz Mi Chutz. We're learning out two words, we're comparing two words where it says Chutz, and they're the exact same word, but done in chutz mi chutzah. We don't learn out chutz from chutzah. It's a different word. There's another hey there. Ma inafkim is that really a difference? If the word is different, a drop. Hatara de says the following He makes a zedeshava between the words shav and ba, even though it's not even the same word. He says zui shiva zui bia. Coming back or coming in is the same concept. It means the same thing. So therefore we can make Xerishava between these two words. So you see that Xerishava doesn't have to be the same word at all. So the Gemara answers, If you have Xerishava and those are the two words that are similar so, and that there's no other words to make Xerishava too, so then that's Xerishava. If you have two words that are exactly the same, so then, that's the Gzereshava, to the two words that are exactly the same, and not to a word that's not exactly the same. So therefore, here the Gzereshava is Chutz Chutz, which is 2,000 Amas. In the Mishnah, there was a Machlaikis about these 2,000 Amas. Alpayim Amo Agulois. One opinion in the Mishnah, Rabchanine Ben Antigna said, that you measure the 2,000 Amas as a circle. Wherever the person is standing, he has 2,000 Amas to walk in any direction around him. So it's like a circle. But the Rabbanon said in the Mishnah, I believe it was the Rabbanon, second, um, yeah. wherever a person is standing, he has 2,000 Amas around him, but you measure in a square. So therefore, if a person wants to go diagonal, he has more extra space, extra 800 Amas, because in a di- diagonally, it's going to be more space. So yeah, you measure it in a square, not in a circle. Where he's Wait, one second, one second, we'll see. First, let's see what the Gemara says there. Frek the Gemara, Verabchanine ben Antignes. Rabchanine ben Antignes, why is he saying that it's, to, it's um, a circle, Davke? Manavshach. Question on him is Manavshach. He is like Zeresh If he holds up the Zeresh that we just learned out from over here, Peyoisksivon. In that Pasik that we quoted before, Umadaisem yichutzleir es paas. It says that there has to be 2,000 Amas around the city and it has to be 2,000 Amas with corners, square. meaning square. So if he learns out from that Gzeda so it has to be square. He less like Gzeda if he does not hold the Gzeda then Alpayim Ame Minole. How does he know 2,000 Amas? So the Gemara answers, is like He really does hold the Gzeda Shove. Vishani Hocho. But over here, when it comes to applying this halacha to Shabbos, it's different. The Amakra, because over there the Pasuk says, Ze yile 
This should be the outside of the city, the, the empty area outside the city. That extra word Zeh teaches me that all the 2,000 Amis outside the city is square. But a person that's dwelling on Shabbos and he has 2,000 Amis around him for the Tchum, he doesn't get a, a 2,000 Amis in a square that he gives him extra space to walk. Okay? A miut. Ah, it's a miut, exactly. Zeh is a miut. Now, the Rabbanon that argue on this, they hold Zeh is not a miut. The Rabbanon, the Rabbanon hold like this b'raise. Tani Rav Chananye, Rav Chananye said in a b'raise, Adarabba, the word Zeh is not a miut, Zeh is, is including. Just like this, the extra word Zeh is actually coming to add and say that all Shavsei Shabbos should be just like the people that are there by the city around the Levim. They get the square, every person also gets this square. Okay, so now you ask the question, how exactly does this apply over here? Benigayat to Shabbos, the square that you get, how do you measure the square? The answer is you measure the square with the Ruchay Sa'ilam. Mizrach, Mairev, Tzofun, and Dorim. So if a person is going directly to Mizrach, so then he has 2,000 Amas. If he's going directly to Mairev, directly to Tzofun, Dorim, he has 2,000 Amas. If he's going diagonally, Mizrach Tzfeinis, he's going to the corner, so then he gets extra space. So then it's a laxin, it's, it's the diagonal, so he gets extra space because of the corners that he has for the area that he's in. That's one shot. That's one shit there. That's, uh, I believe Rashi holds this, or maybe Taisus of also speaks about this, and brings... Um, that you have, uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. So, but then Taisus brings another shit there. Second. Taisus brings another shit there. That's uh, Rabbeinu Tam. There's three shit really. Well, I'll just tell you Rabbeinu Tam shit. Rabbeinu Tam says you give a person this alaxine, this diagonal space of 2,000 plus the corners, which is another 800 amas, no matter which the way he goes. Because the limud is. 2,000 Amas plus that diagonal space. So whichever direction he goes, he gets that diagonal. So really the 2,000 Amas is not 2,000 Amas. It's 2,000 Amas plus the extra space that you get for the square, no matter which direction you're going to. Going to the first shot, it's only Mamash if you go to the corner. If you go yeah. here, it's already... It's Correct. Okay. Correct. To... Okay. And Hanami. That's where you see over here the picture in the Bach. If you, have, you see in the side of it, you have the picture over here from the... Uh, Directions, right? So if uh, you're going to, uh, yeah, if you're going straight, so then you get one amount. If you're going diagonal, you get another amount. Okay. So the Gemara Vaita. Now this applies. Now here's a big chiddush that the Gemara is going to say. Omer Av Acha Bar Yaakov, Hamavir Dalad Ames Berushusarabim. The uh, the malacha of carrying four Ames in Shusarab, which we learned about so many times in Masechta Shabbos. You only chayiv if you carry not four amas. It has to be four amas plus the extra space of the diagonal line that there would be from one end to another end in the square of four amas. If you have a square of four amas, so it's much more. Of course, every ama, Rashi here says, every ama, if you have a square ama, in diagonally, what's going to be the space? You're going to get an extra two-fifths of an ama. So if you have four Amas, you're going to get an extra eight-fifths of an Amas, which is really another Amas and another three-fifths. Okay, so therefore, the alaxine of four Amas, the diagonal space of four Amas, is going to be five Amas and three-fifths. That's the, that's the shear that you have to carry in order to be Chayav and Shabbos. So Rashi, yeah, this is Allah, we pass in this way. 
So Rashi says we learn this out from the same Pasik that we're learning out over here, that it says that the space that you learn out from that Pasik is Pa'as Kedma. Pa'as. It says Pa'as square. So Benegayat to four Amis, there is no square because it's just walking in one line. So there's no square. So therefore Rashi says we learn out from there that the shear of four Amis is always going to be this shear as if it was a square and you take the diagonal of that square, that's the shear of the four Amis. Very interesting. So we always say four Amis, but it's not four Amis. Huh? Uh, I don't think it's ever mentioned. I don't think it's ever, no, it's never mentioned in Gemara Shabbos, correct. But this is, I mean, the Taisvis does bring it up in Shabbos in a few places. But uh, yeah, this is the halacha. This is the four Amis, is Heim Valaksainan. Yeah. At least according to Rashi. Rashi says it's always. Could be other Yishayin disagree, if I remember correctly, the Taisvis read, I think, or others ask on Rashi and say that it also will depend if you're going in a direct line to Mizrach or Maidev, then it will be four Amis. But if you're going diagonally, Mizrachis Tzfeinis, then what the Gemara here says will apply that it'll be diagonal uh, five Amis and, and, and two fifths, or three fifths, that is. Okay. Amarav Papa. Now the Gemara brings a third application to this Chiddush. Amarav Papa. Rav Papa said, Bodik Rave Rave wanted to in, in, in inspect us. He wanted to check if we, if we would know the halacha. So he asked us the following question. Amud Rabim. You have a platform in the Rishus Rabim, which is Gavoya Yud. It's tall. Ten Tvachim. The height of a Rishus Yachid. Veroichav Dalit. And it's wide. Four Tvachim. So that's usually the height and the width that we need to establish a Rishus Yachid. So over here he asked the question, Do I apply the same thing over here as well, that the width of 4 by 4 Tvachim, or 4 by 4 uh, Amis, has to be it, and also the extra uh, Alaksin or not? And we, what we told him, no. This is, uh, just four, four, 4 Amis is good enough. Sorry, again, not this how you read the Gemara, sorry. But Amrina Leia, and we told him, Lav, Haina de Rav Hananya, isn't this what Rav Hananya said? The Tanya, Rav Hananya, Ayma, Kezeh, Yu, Kol, Shavsei, Shabbos. That by, by Shabbos, it has to be Hain, Valaksainan. It's not, you can't have just a space of four, it has to be four, plus the diagonal space, which is an extra, extra one and, and, and three-fifths. Okay, so this applies to this case as well over here. So you do need it. Yes, you do need it in order for it to be able to be a Shusayachit, correct? So, uh, no, so no, 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 no. So it depends. If you have a platform that happens to be round, so you don't have that extra space of the square, right? According to Rabbi Natam, actually, in this case, the actual entire square itself from one end to the other end, not diagonally, has to be the space of the diagonal. Just like Rabbeinu Tam holds, to what we said before, to the 2,000 Amis that you have. No matter which direction you're walking to, you have the, the, you have the space of 2,000 Amis plus the, the additional of the diagonal, another 800 Amis. Same thing over here, the space of this thing has to be in every direction, that extra space of 5 Amis and 3 fifths. It's not a Shusayach, huh? I don't think we pass like Rabbeinu Tam. If it's round, it's not a Shusayach. If it's round, it's not, not exactly, it's not good enough, yeah. Is this la loche? Yes, yes, yes. I believe so. Okay, Zakta Gemara Vaita. This goes back now to the Mishnah. Vizeh Husha Omru. So, in order to understand this Gemara, you really have to know the Mishnah on Daphnem Tesamit Beis. So, the Mishnah on Daphnem Tesamit Beis speaks again about this person that got stuck over here in the middle of the way. And the Mishnah said two options. 
if a person knows a space where he could establish a shvisa far away from him, so what did the Mishnah say? He says shvisasi be'ikrai, so then he could establish a shvisa there. But if he doesn't know, so then what happens? So then shvisasi be'mekaimi. So his shvisa is going to be in the place where he is right now. Where he is, he has 2,000 amas. After that, the Mishnah brings the machlaikis, whether that's a circle or square. And after that, the Mishnah says, and that's what the Gemara is going to talk about now, This is what we said, that a person that's poor, meaning poor, not necessarily literally poor, but he's in the middle of the way, so he's allowed to make the Eir Tchumen by foot, without putting food there. This is only a poor person. No, this includes whether you're poor, whether you're rich. Anybody could do this. And then the Mishnah says, The whole idea of allowing to make an Erev with food is a Kula, not a Chumrah. That's what it says here in the Mishnah. So, the main thing the Gemara is going to start off with over here is this here. When it says in the Mishnah, Zuhi Sha'amru Ahani Ma'arav Araglov. Zuhi Sha'amru goes on which case? The Mishnah said two cases. The case of the Mishnah that's establishing an eight of 2,000 Amas away from where he is. As we said, that he thinks about a certain tree or he could run there. So therefore, it's an eight of there. And then there's the case that it said that he's establishing an eight of where he's standing now. So the Zui Sha'amru goes on which case? It's not clear. The Gemara will now bring a machlekes about this. So the Gemara, Vzeu Sha'amru, Ani Merar Beraglov, Amarav Mei, Ano Ein Lano Ela Ani Vechulo, Amarav Nachman. Machlekes, the argument here between Rab Meir and Rab Yehuda is B'mekaymi. Huh? Was it Rab Meir and Rab Yehuda? Yeah, okay. So this is only B'mekaymi, regarding this that a person is saying, where I'm standing here in my place should be my Tchum. And he has no food. Rav Meya holds that an Eid of Tchumen is primarily supposed to be done with food. Only for a person that's in the middle of the way and he has no bread. Over here, Chacham were able to establish his Eid of where he's standing. If you're a rich person and you have food with you, you're in your house, you're in a city, so then you can't establish an Eid without placing food there. No, other way around. The main Eidov would be to establish your Shvisa by going there by foot, by being present there. So anybody could do this. Right? If, you can, if you can't go there by foot, so then they will make all that you can bring food there, but everybody agrees to this. But now, the other scenario, the first case that it said in the Mishnah, when a person is establishing his Eidov, saying my Shvisa is going to be in a different place, not where I'm standing right now, everybody would agree, that that's only for a person that's in the middle of the way, and he's an Oni, and not a person that's at home, that's an Asher. And now, so the, now the Gemara explains how you should read the Mishnah according to Rav Nachman's Pshat. When it says in the Mishnah, who's saying this? Rab Meir. Rab Meir is saying this. And on which case is Rab Meir going? On the case that the Mishnah said that he doesn't know any other place to establish his Shvisa. He doesn't know the halacha that he could establish his Shvisa somewhere else. He's making the Shvisa right where he's standing. And on that, Rab Meir says that that's made only for an Oni and not for an Asher. Right? And then Rabbi Yehuda comes and argues and says, no, if you're establishing your shvisa where you're standing, that anybody could do. Now, how about the last line in the Mishnah? 
What's the last line of the Mishnah? This that you need bread, that's only a kula. But if you don't have bread, for sure you can, you can make the aid of where you're standing. Who's saying this? Rabbi Yehuda. That's, that, that's part of what Rabbi Yehuda is explaining. Rabbi Yehuda is explaining that if you're standing there where you are and you're establishing the Shvisa, that anybody could do an Oni or an Osher. This is Rav Nachman's Pshat Mishnah. So the basis of Rav Nachman's Pshat Mishnah is that the whole Machloikis is only Benigaya to where the person is standing. If a person is establishing his Shvisa in another place that he knows where he's not standing, everybody would agree that that's only for an Oni that's in the middle of the way. Rav Chista says no. The whole argument between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda was to establish the Tchon not where you're standing, but you want to establish your Shvisa in a different place that you know. You're not there now. On that, Rabbi Meir says, Only an Oni could establish that Shvisa, but not an Osher. Because you're not there, so this is only for an Oni that's in the middle of the way. Rabbi Yehuda says, Echad Oni ve'echad Osher. Whether you're an Oni, whether you're an Osher, you could establish your, your Shvise by having in mind a specific place that you can go there. Avo b'mekoimi, where the person is standing, divrei akoil, everybody would agree, echad Oni, echad Osher, whether you're poor, you're in the middle of the way, whether you're rich, you're at, your, you're, you're at home, that you can establish your Shvise where you're standing. The Ike Eirov Beregel, because the main Eirov is when you're there yourself by foot. So now, what would, how would we read the Mishnah according to Rav Chistis Pshat? V'zuhi she'omru man ketani Who is saying V'zuhi she'omru? Rav Meir is saying it. But v'ahai koi, on which case of our Mishnah is it referring to? Aho mishabob aderech v'choshcholoi v'loi omru v'choshcholoi. It's going on the first case of the Mishnah. It's going on the case of the Mishnah where the person wants to establish the aid of not where he's standing. He wants to establish it in a further place that he recognizes, that he knows. There is the Machlekes of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Then, how about the last line of the Mishnah? Who's saying this? This goes according to everybody. Because everybody will agree that if you want to establish the Eidov, the Shvise, where you're standing right now, you could establish the Eidov where you're standing right now. There's no Machlekes about that. So the last line of the Mishnah can go according to everybody. So, this is the Machlekes between Rav Nachman and Rav Chista. Rav Nachman says that the Machlekes between Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda is regarding establishing your Shvisa where you're standing. Even about that they argued. And Rav Chista says, no, 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 regarding where you're standing, nobody argues you could establish your Shvisa there. They're arguing if you want to establish your Shvisa in a different place where you're not standing right now and you're not going to be putting food there either. You mind getting me some drop of water? Yeah. <clears throat> right over here, inside the... Uh, <coughs> thank you very much. Tanya Kavasei the Rav Nachman. We learned in Abraise, like Rav Nachman's Pshat in the Mishnah. Echadoni, the Abraise says, Echadoni vechadosha, whether you're poor, whether you're rich, ma'arvim bepas. You make an aid of with bread. V'loyeitze asher chutz l'tchom. An usher shouldn't go out the to out of the tchum. and he'll say that my shvisa is in the place where I am. This whole idea of a person going out to create a shvisa uh, with being there presently with his own feet. 
only if he's there, out, and he has no choice, he's in the middle of the way, and he's an Oni, then he can go out by foot and establish his home there. Divrei Rab Rab Yudah says, Echad Oni, Echad Asher, whether you're poor, you're in the middle of the way, whether you're rich, Ma'arvin Beregel, you can go out and establish your Erev by foot where you are. Ma'arvin Beregel, yeah, okay. V'yetze. Um, again, how do you read this? Echad Oni, Echad Asher, Ma'arvin Beregel. V'yetze Asher, and an usher can go out of the tchum and he says, My shvisa should be in this place. And this is the Ike Erev. This is again, this is a follow up. This is a part of what Rabbi Yehuda is saying. That um, whether you're an Oni, whether you're an usher, Ma'arvin Beregel, and Vayetzi Asher. An usher could also go out and do this. Because this is the Ike Erev. So what do you see right here in the Braisa? That. The whole machlekes of Rab Meir and Rab Yehuda is regarding a person that's establishing the shvisa where he's standing. Even if he's standing right there in that place, Rab Meir and Rab Yehuda argue about this: the, whether that's a good shvisa, whether you could establish a shvisa that way. Another halacha, which is unrelated to what we're talking about, v'hitiru chachamim. We had this before already. V'hitiru chachamim l'balabayis l'shloyach eruvay biyad avdoi biyad benoi biyad shluchay. You could send the food for your eid of tchumin for your shvisa with a, with a shliach with a servant with your son into that place. You don't have to be there uh, yourself. V'shvil l'hakalalov. This was only made to be makel for a person. Okay, so this is uh, a clear brayser like the opinion of Rav Nachman. Another thing Rabbi Yehuda said, Rabbi Yehuda said to bring a uh, raya to his shita. Oh, Rabbi Yehuda, Maise Ba'anche Beis Mamel. There was the story with the people of Beis Mamel, or Ba'anche Beis Gurion, the people of Beis Gurion, Ba'aroima, that were in Aroima. Shahoyim Machalken Groigris Vitzimukin. So they were in the city Aroima, and they were giving out uh, pressed figs, dried figs, and uh, raisins, Laniim, for poor people. Bishnei Batsayris, it was a year, it was a hunger. So the people of surrounding villages from Sichin and from Hananya, they would come and uh, to, to get food. How would they come? They would come before Shabbos Umachshichin Alatchum by the Ben Ashmoshes of Shabbos. They would come and be there on the Tchum in order to establish the Tchum for Shabbos. And Lamachros Mashkim in And because they were there, present by the place where they wanted to establish their shvisa, so therefore tomorrow, the next day, they would come for, uh, to the other city for the food that they would get from these, uh, from these people that would give out dried figs or uh, raisins to eat. So what do you see over here? That according to Rabbi Yehuda, even these people, they were not considered to be aniyim, they're not in the middle of the way, they're home, they're in their villages, they're in their houses. How did they establish their eduv? By going there physically and being present there. Rav Meir, according to the version of this Bryce and according to Rav Nachman's opinion, disagrees with this. You want to establish a native, you have to put food there. You can't just go, if, you, if you're an usher, if you're a person that's living in your house, you can't make an native by going there physically, you have to put food there. So this is what Rabbi Yehuda brought, a story to prove his opinion, that these people that were in the category of Ashirim, they would go there physically and establish their native. That's called Huh? That's no, but it doesn't matter. It, it, that's why I kept on emphasizing when I read the whole Gemara that the, the, the definition of an Oni and an Osher is a person that's home is an Osher. A person that's on the way and has no food is an, is an Oni. That's the definition of Oni and Osher. So these people were coming from their home.
I'll bring you a raya from a later Mishnah that's in the next Omid. We'll learn a Mishnah tomorrow as well. The Ketani in that Mishnah it says as follows. A person wanted to go from one city to another city. And in order to get to that other city, he has to make an aid of Tchumen. Why? Because the space between his city and the next city is, let's say, 4,000 Amas. So in order for him to get to the next city, he has to establish a Shvise in between in order to be able to go to the next city. So he went out already on his way to go. And then the Chziroi Chaveiroi. And he had in mind to establish a Shvise in that place in between the two cities. But in the middle of the way, his friend told him, no, forget about it, let's go back. He didn't ever actually go there to establish a Shvise. Okay, so what happened? So the Mishnah says, Hu mutter leilech. He is allowed to travel from his city to another city. All the other people of the city are not allowed to go. Okay, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. So the question was asked, what's the difference? What's the difference between this person himself? And what's the difference between all the other people of the city? He himself, he wanted to make the aid of, he had a mind to establish the Shvisa there, but he never ended up going. So we say that the Shvisa is established and he can grow from one city to another. The rest of the people of the city can't. So we'll see Mitzvah Shem in that Mishnah what it's talking about. The other people of the city were relying on him. He was like their Shliach. He, they were relying on him to establish the Shvisa there. Right? But it only works for him and not for anyone else. What's the reason? Amar Avuna says, the case over here is the person that went out to make a date of the Tchumen has two houses. He has two houses, one house in this city and one house in the next city. And so therefore there's, a, there's two Tchumen that this person has. From one city, if he's living in one house, he has one Tchum from that city. If he's living in the other house, he has a Tchum from the other city. So therefore, when this person went out on the way, what did he go out on the way for? He went out on the way because he wanted to get to his other house. That was his kavana. Iyu, so he himself, since he went out on the way, he's considered to be like an oni. Because now he went out on the way to go to his other house, so he's in the middle of the way. Once he's in the middle of the way, between his two houses, he left his house that he was in. He's on his way to his other house. He didn't arrive yet to his other house. How do we define him? As a poor person. And once he's an Oni, and therefore, an Oni, even without having food, could establish a Shvisa there without being there. But for Hanach, the rest of the people of the city, Ashirim Ninu, all the other people, they're home. They don't, they're not in the middle of the way. They are Ashirim. They, they're defined as regular people that are home that are Ashirim. And therefore, they cannot establish an Eidov through having a mind where you want to have your shvisa, through going there and having a mind that you're going to go there. Alma, so what do we see over here? Call the in Pliny any time that a person is thinking that I'm going to establish a shvisa b'mokka in Pliny, oni in, only an oni could do this, asher loy, but an asher can't. Shmamina, we see over here, this is a riot to this halacha, that an Ani could do this and an Ashir cannot. Like we see here in this Mishnah, all the people of the city are in the category of Ashirim, so they couldn't establish their aid of this way, but the person that went out on the way, he's an Ani, and he could establish his aid of this way. And they all had kavana. Huh? And they all had kavana to, to go. No, he did. He, oh, he, 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 if their kavana won't help though. 
their kavana won't help because they're ashidim. He has two houses and he gets in the middle of the way, so therefore he's considered to be between his houses. He went in the middle of the way in order to get to his other house, so now he's in the middle of the way. So he's called an oni. Kavana alein helpdish, unless you're an oni. Person that's a. Okay, now only if on, in this case, if you're not there, only an oni helps. So then he's not considered to be in the middle of the way. He didn't have a second house in the other city, so he went out. He's Be'etzim still in his house in this city. He only went out with the purpose to put the Eidav there. He, that's not called the middle of the way. You went out for the purpose to make your Eidav. So you're still an Osher. So it's saying you have two different houses. He went to a different house. So he left this house. He didn't arrive to his other house, so he's in the middle of the way. So here's a person which is actually richer. He has two houses, but that's not what makes you rich. The very fact that he's in the middle of the way, that, that's what makes you an Oni, and therefore you can establish the Eidav Tchumen in this way. Being the first house, then he can't have in mind to be right. also in both, both houses. No, that's Zichanesh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, you can't, it's a different, yeah. Mastin so the Gemara says, we learned the name of Rav Barashi, Lechia Barav Kamei de Rav, he was teaching in front of Rav, Echad Oni Echad Osher, that we paskin, like Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah, that both an Oni and both an Osher could make the aid of this way. You should also conclude and say, that we pass in like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, we'll see the continuation tomorrow.